Welcome to Help the Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Just a heads up, this podcast might very well include adult situations and language, so if you're a child, or if you just don't like hearing that kind of thing, please plug your ears now. But also keep listening. Life is a paradox. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Helpful presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist, a stream where Helpful Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing the kobold monk Squirm. Okay, so with the internet problems, my mind had switched to Tiefling Sorcerer Charity. Oh, no, and you no. started speaking, and I'm like, <laughs> "What? I'm what? No, no. I'm who? Cobbled monk squirm." Thank you. Right. Hi, everybody. I hate <laughs> the internet sometimes. Adam, playing the half elf paladin Silver. Hello, hello. Lena, playing the half drow artificer Amelia. Hi. And TJ playing the Yuan R human wizard, Lysandra. You all came back. I'm so pleased. I love it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Campaign B, the second sort of campaign that Helpful Goat is doing right now. Uh, we're going to go through Waterdeep Dragon Heist, and then we're going to maybe switch into a couple other things. And then, and then maybe switch into another thing. This whole Helpful Goat Presents channel, it's up for... It's up for some chaos to come, but it's going to be fun. And we're going to be doing a lot of role-playing uh, and maybe, you know, talking about role-playing games eventually at some point, too. That'd be fun. Um, and we've also begun to publish our adventures as a podcast. So just go ahead and search for Goats and Dragons wherever you get your podcasts. Ours is the one with an awesome-looking goat on it. Uh, and you can find all our Twitch streams on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. And with that, let's begin tonight's episode. Of Helpful Good presents Waterdeep Dragon Iced. So, the story so far. As payment for a job well done saving his friends, Volo gave a deed to a property within the North Ward neighborhood known as Troll Skull Alley. The property is a manor, which used to be a working tavern with a living area two floors above it. The tavern area on the first floor has not been well kept, and there is a lot of cleaning and fixing up to do. If the area is to be habitable or usable as a place of business, if that is something you wish to pursue. Soon after exploring the property, the group realized that it appears to be haunted, a poltergeist of sorts. Uh, who does not seem to like the new inhabitants particularly. But just as it's settling in, the group is the focus of several others. It appears that the acquisition of the property and the saving of Floon and Raynor has gotten the attention of some within the city. Already, people are visiting the group looking for work in the tavern, and a mysterious group named the Harpers had invited you guys, to meet an operative named Mert at the Lightsinger Theater that night. And 
As Lysandra enters the room she had picked out, she wipes the grime from the window, looking out at the busy street below. But she cannot help but notice a few faces turned toward the manor and hushed whispers under squinting eyebrows. Several figures lurking in shadows and a dwarf with a fine pipe all seem to be looking at this particular building. Lysandra, more than any of the others, knows how dangerous making a name for yourself in this city might be. She steadies her nerves for now as the party needs some fancy attire to attend the theater tonight. So, those who wish to go to the theater and meet with the Harper uh, need to have fine clothing for the affair. Uh, only Lysandra and Silver have this right now at the moment. But um, she insists that the others come to the family's estate, which is on the way to the theater. So who all is going to the theater and Lysandra's Jade Grin estate this evening? Have Squirm and Amelia shared with Lysandra and Silver the Harper's invite? They did with Lysandra, at least. Yeah, we were we were going to... Um, I uh, think. Oh, you were going to check with Lysandra about clothes. Yeah. I wasn't sure from the context of the invite if it was just for Amelia and Squirm. Oh, not necessarily. Yeah, you you had had uh, tickets saved for the group, so whoever would like to go, okay. Basically, it's a free ticket to the theater, and if you want to try to meet Mert, um, that is a Harper deal. Lathandra's definitely in. Uh, a night in the theater is just what she needs. Squirm wants to go. Yeah, Silver will uh, will probably go to that. Um, I don't know if 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 Randall will show up to start helping with um, renovations or or whatever. You rang your bell, right. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he probably would. Yeah, Finnegan. Uh, is still around so he can start Randall on some activities if you tell him to. All right, cool. Yeah, Silver would probably do that. Does, does Silver need to change out of his armor to go to the theater? Uh, Probably, yeah. Formal attire doesn't often include armor. Especially armor that smells like sewer. Indeed. Yeah, so, so the Silver will have to wait for Randall to bring him some clothes unless silver had some fine clothes in his uh in his bag already i I would assume so yeah okay uh and then amelia you're going as well yeah um she's gonna go but one i don't have any nice clothes and two she would absolutely refuse to take her stud leather armor off so we need something that she can wear over that that's fine that shouldn't be a problem all right um so has lysandra basically agreed to help them find fine clothes i mean silver oh, oh, absolutely yeah s- s- the naran family deals specifically in like fashion and textiles just for future reference, but uh, if Lysandra has them covered, then that's great. I mean, it's entirely um, if you'd like uh, to offer the group as well, but um, yeah, Lysandra's happy since it's on the way to the theater. Plus, she kind of gets a kick out of uh, the thought of you gracing the Jade Grin estate, so. Yeah, and frankly, Silver's not gonna think to offer them 
clothes now that I think about it. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. being thoughtful. Silver would not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was also unsure as to whether Silver would be able to procure products from the house Naran at the moment. As far as he knows so far, he is... Uh, He's fine, but he he's on he's on the edge of a blade, I think, right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you um, sort of lock up um, the manor and uh, take off. Uh, where's Nixa gonna be? Uh, Nixa is uh, she's um, chilling, sort of on my uh, shoulder. Okay, you're definitely getting a few looks uh, at the flying snake, Lissandra. Um, and now that you've had a couple run-ins with the Zentarum, you do know that the flying snake is a sort of mascot of the Zentarum. Yes, yes, they, they usurped a beautiful symbol. It's terrible. Indeed. All right. Hey, you guys, should we invite the ghost? At this, Squirm is going to blink. And like right before they were leaving, like as they were locking up, Squirm would sort of stick his head back in the door as he's locking up. You're apparently welcome to come to the theater. It would be fun. You hear a like a chair tip over. Do you think that's a yes? Squirm doubts it. Oh. I think it's best we spare the actors from being heckled from beyond the grave as well. The ghost is rather foul-mouthed. Why would we care? <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to look slightly nervous like uh, Amelia do you understand what a theater is yes a lot of people sit and watch other people she's not wrong that's, that's actually yeah, that's true that, that, that's the basics uh, here I shall uh, there are a few etiquette things we ought to go over as we walk she'll sort of uh, why try- should I care it's just for the consideration of others. Why should I care? <laughs> Squirm's going to sort of blink. You'll draw more attention to yourself if you don't. Oh. Uh, speaking of which, as you're walking along, um, and Lissandra's leading you through the through the streets toward um, her estate, or her family's estate, uh, as Amelia passes by just a seemingly empty alley, she all of a sudden hears a voice from behind her. Uh, and it says, Miss Writhe, I wonder if we may uh, take a moment of your time. So I'm going to look behind me and see who's talking to me. I'm also probably on Writhe's shoulder, like a parrot. <laughs> there are two drow standing behind you. Uh, they have long-brimmed hats and uh, wearing leather armor with rapiers at their side. So I'm going to immediately start walking backwards away from them, not taking my eyes off of them, and say, get the fuck away from me. Oh, oh. right. We have, uh, we, we just want to talk to you just a moment. Get the fuck away. At this, Squirm is going to kind of launch off of Writhe's shoulder so that he's now directly in front of them. She said, fuck off. Well, (laughs) uh, and one of them turns and whispers something to the other, and they both sort of smile and 
oddly enough, you think they look really relieved uh, and tip their hats to all of you and uh, take off down that alley. Friends of yours, Amelia? Is that how you treat friends, Lysandra? Fair point. Why the fuck are drow here? Squirm blinks. Largish city? <laughs> that doesn't answer my question. There are lots of types of people inside Waterdeep. Come on, can we go, please? I want to go to the theater and see what's playing. I grew up going to theater all the time with Mummy. My favorite play growing up was Elves on Parade. It was so fun. Have any of you seen it? No. It's fantastic. The whole play is just one long parade of elves going from one side of the stage to the other. Presumably, they would settle around backstage and come back on. Yes, the verse is two lines long. It, it often lasts for five hours. It's really delightful and quite intellectually stimulating for somebody of Noran's character. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I don't want to go to the theater anymore. <laughs> that sounds more boring than the lectures at the monastery. Those lectures killed someone. Oh, dear. <laughs> What are you talking about? Lectures killed someone at the monastery of the dragon diamond heart. What what monastery is that again? I forget. Are you just making things up? No, I think I might have gotten it right the second time. Monastery of the diamond heart. Shockingly, yes, Sparkles. You did manage to retain a basic piece of information. Hey, now. I happen to have pretty good retention when I try. I remember during my studies under Asan Lusoth, my instructor in paladin studies, I had very good study skills. And so he... anyway, Rife, don't worry about the drow. All right, never mind then. Easier said than done. Well, look at it this way. Drow have kneecaps. As far as I know. Two, in fact. Which means that those kneecaps can be removed. Yes. <laughs> Should Silver have an opinion about drow elves being in the city? Uh, no. You, your mother never let you play with the children <laughs> of drow, but other than Jesus. that. So, just highly segregationist. A bit. Amelia is drow, right? Half drow. Half drow, okay. And do Would we that know be that? immediately noticeable? Yeah, with your mask? Uh, the skin and the hair yeah. is a you can bit see my noticeable. Skin. Yeah. And my hair is pretty obviously drow colored. I okay. feel like okay. Amelia also probably has a build that would suggest not full drow. Hmm. Because, like, yeah. half elves are normally a little. Sure a little beefier than the very yeah. tall wispy elves. Indeed. And you turn a corner uh, to the Jade Grin Estate, which is it's not a large building, nor is it particularly ostentatious like the, the few of its neighbors. Uh, and as you step up the stairs to the oaken door, which is plain, you do see a, a golden knocker that Lysandra uses to announce your presence. 
And this golden knocker is a is a snake entwined with a woman, her arms outstretched. Lysandra knocks, the door opens almost immediately, and two younger children jump into Lysandra's arms, saying, Lissy! Hello, my lovelies, and she'll embrace them warmly. Uh, she'll have to bend down because she's so tall and sort of uh, hug them while kneeling. Heartwarming. Right. There are several others that kind of uh, come out very quick and sort of usher all of you inside. Uh, your traveling cloaks are being taken by a couple servants, cousins. You're not exactly sure. Uh, are, th- are they all children? No, 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 no. Yeah, several uh, oh, okay. adults. Yeah, thin, uh, kind of thin, tall human adults. Um, uh, the commotion is fairly intense as these five or six people just kind of swarm around Lysandra with hugs and nods of recognition. And someone shouts for food to be brought in and wine to be poured. And Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry, my friends. I cannot stay long. I am here to... Uh help my dear companions find uh, something to wear for the theater. Perhaps you could help them, I, especially with Squirm. I'm not sure what we can find, but you're creative. We can make something that's good for him. Uh, and one of the little girls then kind of wanders over to Squirm, who's just a little shorter than she is. Um, and her eyes are wide, and she leans into you, Squirm, and you notice her very large yellow eyes with black slits as pupils. And she smiles and she says, Lissy, what is it? Who is he, my dear? Who is it? He. Who is he? Squirm. Are you a dragon? Correct. Hmm. Wait, are you? I think I might have something that would fit him. And she kind of runs, runs off. Yeah, so uh, several um, of these cousins <laughs> are kind of milling around, and uh, immediately, Amelia, uh, people are measuring you uh-huh, and uh, and are, are going off into separate rooms. A cheese plate is brought in for anyone who wants some cheese. Um, and Silver, you notice at the top of the stairs, you're, you're still all kind of in this entry foyer, and at the top of the stairs um, is a very sort of stern-looking man, um, and he makes uh, eye contact with you, um, Lysandra. Um, this is your father. And he just kind of very slowly nods and squints at your companions and then just turns around, heads upstairs. Always lovely to see family, don't you think? Truly the personification of warmth. I love my family. Silver's eating <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Excellent. Do you live here? I, I will say, we are known for our fantastic taste. Do enjoy the cheese. Uh, I used to live here. I sometimes still do. Uh, the Jade Green Estate is always open to any of its ilk. Uh, but there are quite a lot of us, and some more in need of, of the housing than others. So, And at this, uh, turning around the corner is this um, rather short, kind of hunched back, uh, white-haired... Um, yet still chubby in some respects, yet very wrinkly uh, older woman that immediately all of you see has a black scales kind of reaching up her neck toward her ears. Uh, and her eyes are wide and she says, Oh, I thought it was you, Lysandra. 
Lady Ophidia, it is so lovely to see you. Uh, Lysandra will sort of bow her head and uh, sort of um, respectfully uh, avert her eyes. Oh, please, please, to the rest of you, just just call me Whistle. Whistle? Whistle? Yes, Whistle. Fair enough. Squirm's going to sort of wave a hand. Squirm. Oh, Lysandra, you have odd friends. But very, very good ones, let me say. Uh, she'll sort of look at uh, Squirm and Amelia with a nice little smile, and then she'll look at Silver, who's probably got his uh, cheeks bulging with cheese, I'm assuming. Yeah, and he'll say, well, Hey, Whistle, did you make this cheese? No, dear. A cow made it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and she comes over to you, Silver, and she kind of almost glides over to you, uh, oddly enough. Um, and she starts kind of pinching your cheeks and kind of smacking your stomach a little bit. She says, oh, Lissandra, this is the one, isn't it? Uh, uh, yes, yes. My uh, my new young ward, so to speak. Yes. She kind of goes around you, <laughs> Silver, and she says, oh, well, you have your work cut out for you, don't you? <laughs> Long, winding, and sun-bleached. Say, now, what is that supposed to mean? Might I, might I speak with you, Lysandra, privately? Uh, of course, uh, Lysandra will uh, say, excuse me, my dear friends, if the children come back with clothes... Um, Feel free to be completely honest with them if they're not to your liking. They will bring more, I guarantee. And Lysandra will sort of uh, exit off. All right. Scorm's going to hop up, grab some cheese, offer a piece to writhe. (laughs) Thank you. What did she mean by that? I've been doing pretty well, I thought. Remember in the sewers? I was pretty good down there. Right? Silver's looking back and forth. <laughs> Which part? Squirm is just blinking slowly. You mean the part where you repeatedly, intentionally tried to avoid combat? Well, I think you're mischaracterizing the overall tenor of our adventure in the sewers. Squirm distinctly remembers you suggesting that you should stay behind with increasing registers of panic when it was pointed out that you shouldn't. No, 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 no. I'm just eating more cheese. <laughs> yeah, that he eats eat some crackers, yeah. <laughs> so, Lysandra, you've uh, come in and... Um, uh, Grandma Whistle uh, has has shut the door behind you, and um, and uh, you believe actually she starts to cast a spell real quick uh, on the door itself. I, I've seen her do this before. I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. This so. is something she'll do if she really wants privacy. Um, she'll cast usually like a silent spell or something. Uh, what merits uh, such such fantastical means that you need to keep from other people, dear Grandma? Lysandra, I've heard, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I've heard that you saved the Never Ember Boy. Is this true? I was there when he was found, certainly. Uh, what happened is a matter of conjecture, I'm sure. 
What concerns me is that I heard this from my grocer. The man who hands me oranges told me about <laughs> you. Uh, Lysandra actually will sort of look uh, away and sort of say, I, I, I know, I perhaps was not the most cautious in this endeavor. I need I remind you of one of our proverbs in this house, the snake that pokes his head out of the den furthest. What happens to him, Lysandra? Oh, brutal decapitation, just like Mother always said. Brutal decapitation. Yes, yes, yes. Um, be wary of the Never Ember boy. What do you mean? What do you know of him? Well, his his father, who you know has been exiled from Waterdeep for many years now, has been also still having his fingers in pies. You know what I mean? Oh, yes, yes. Yes, yes, good. Well, the boy, though he is a bit uh, naive and rambunctious, perhaps, is a part of a very, very powerful family who does not have Waterdeep's best interest in mind. You know what I mean. This is true, I I suppose. Although I will say for Reyna's sake, he is a man of perhaps not honor, but certainly he is not the worst I have met in his class. And this whole time, she's really not even been looking at you too much. She's been kind of rifling through her desk. Uh, and then all of a sudden, she kind of pops up uh, with a, uh, a scroll case uh, and then wanders back over to you and hands it to you and she says, well, you are becoming your own, I suppose. And for the times when brute force is unacceptable, please take this. Uh, Lysandra will accept it and sort of uh, um, bow her head in thanks. Thank you, my dear grandmother. You know that I would never dishonor this family. Oh, of course. No, no, no. You couldn't dishonor this family, dear. This, you are the honor that is brought to the family. You are fine. You, you be you. Whatever your father says. I certainly will attempt to do so subtly. <laughs> and she'll sort of smile at... Uh, yeah. Uh, she nods and then kind of goes to the corner into a rocking chair. And this is a subtle cue in this family for you to take off. Well, thank you. I expect I shall see you fairly soon in the future. Do let me know if uh, there's anything I can do for you. And she'll uh, bow herself out. Yes, she just kind of nods at you and starts to rock. And as you uh, come back out of the room uh, into the foyer, um, the the group has already been dressed in the first <laughs> in the first round of 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 costumes slash formal attire. Uh, they they've dressed uh, Squirm in this tuxedo um, with tails that are just dragging along the ground and very baggy pants, but they are short enough for him. Um, 
and they've uh, dressed uh, silver in this uh, blue flowing robe suit um, that looks fairly nice on him. And um, Amelia just kind of she's just standing there sort of wide eyed if, as um, they've kind of put a pink dress over her like leather armor and and furs that she has. Um, they've asked her to remove her mask for this, but I I doubt she, she I doubt she does that. Um, so she's standing there with this black mask, some of the black fur sticking out of the top of the pink dress. Um, how does everyone feel about this? Lysandra will immediately look at Amelia and sort of smile and say, Perhaps something in black, children. I'm not sure pink is Amelia's color. Oh. I don't care what color. Does this look fine? Like finery? Um, I mean, it. yeah, it might be as good as we get. <laughs> black might help tie the outfit together a bit better. What does that mean? <laughs> Here, children, fetch me one of, uh, or two, I should say, of, of the black silk cloaks in my room. I think I can do something oh, interesting yes. with draping. Uh, okay, okay. Squirm's going to sort of, sort of like this. Can, can Squirm get the pants brought in by, I don't know, half an inch? Uh, Which would still it, leave them quite loose, yeah, but and, no longer baggy. Mm-hmm. At this, there's there's already um, a jade ridden behind you, kind of rolling her eyes and fixing your pants a bit, so they're not quite as as baggy. Yeah, thick. Does does Silver need a blue robe? He was already like uh, dressed and presentable in his own clothes, right? Y- yes, it appears that they didn't know that those were formal attire and and brought you this anyway. Okay, so it's up to you. The two children are running down the stairs and in comes um, your sister uh, as well, who just leans over for a kiss, Lysandra, and she kind of rolls her eyes at, at the children being rambunctious and she says, oh, it's never ending. How is your little one? And she looks over at Silver then. Oh, he's uh, just got so much potential to fill, just so much void that needs filling right now i'm lost in just staring deeply into the blue robe i'm like feeling it and um studying it beautiful uh and the children have brought you drapery if you want to try to uh do something with it that's fine yeah lasagna's gonna try and just sort of maybe make sort of a sarong looking outfit not necessarily um it's going to be slightly bulky, but maybe less ridiculous. Sure, sure. Give me, um, give me, uh, can I, how you want to do it? Give me an intelligence check or like a performance kind of check, a charisma check. Uh, probably. So straight up intelligence check. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do a performance check because that's right. no uh, charisma. Oh, I'm sorry. An intelligence check. There we are. Okay. Uh, gonna logic this thing. All right. Um, with a nine. Uh, yeah, you're trying to remember kind of what's in style right now, and you're trying to recall, like, okay, everyone who's gonna be at the theater, what's kind of some of the dress, and, and you actually make something that looks decent and nice. 
Um, though you didn't know that it's probably a season or two old at this point. Um, so Silver might put his nose up and roll his eyes a bit at it, but um, but she she's passable uh, and eccentric with her mask on if she leaves it on. Yeah. Indeed. There are plenty of people at the theater in masks, so that is... This is true. Arthur? Yes, but there you are on the stage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? Is this finery now? <laughs> Yes, actually, it it does look good. And also it is, how shall we say, uh, ambiguous enough to make you less uh, noticeable, which is sort of the important thing. Yes. Although the mask also adds a mystique. I, I think this will work. She'll look at Squirm and say, uh, you look very dapper, dear sir. Um, anything else that we can do for any of you before we go? I, I would like to hope that as Lysandra asks this, a child runs up with a top hat for Squirm. I was just going to say that, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yep. Squirm's going to very carefully pop the top hat on. Squirm's good. <laughs> Excellent. Silver's going to draw his sword and stick it in the air and say, to the theater. Silver, you can't bring weapons into a theater. You know this. <laughs> Is Lysandra's uh, <laughs> sister still there? Yeah, like Lysandra yes. has like wide eyed and like just so embarrassed that this is happening. <laughs> All right, Squirm's, we... Squirm's, Squirm's gonna look up and like Marcus of Eritrea believed that potential was the difference between excellence and one's current state. In that sense, his potential is truly endless. Beautiful. Are we making it canon that Silver has his sword? Because that was oh, yeah. Adam's mistake. Um, no, it's perfect. It's, yeah. okay. I love it. I yeah. love it. He'll put it back in his under his clothes, in his robe, I guess. Yeah, the sister grabs the sword in the hilt and says, leave your belongings here. You can pick them up after the theater. Um, I am not going to do that. Silver is keeping his sword. <laughs> Well, then hide it in your robe or something, man. Yeah, I'm going to. That's I had it hidden already well, somehow. good. That's what I suggested. It's not hidden when you unsheathe it, Silver. She's still <laughs> just so mortified that this has happened. So, Silver pulls the sword back out, and he says, I'll hide it at the theater. And then puts it back in his eyes. <laughs> Squirm is going to slightly adjust his top hat. Oh, this is going to be entertaining. <laughs> so you theaters are supposed to be right. <laughs> yes, but yes. the fool, the fools are supposed to be on the stage. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's go. Uh, yes, <laughs> you uh, you exit the estate. Storm uh, is also now using the scabbard as a walking stick. Excellent. Uh, before we leave, Lysandra would um, sort of whisper to her sister, um, not within earshot of uh, the other group members, or at least she wouldn't think so unless they were listening very closely. Um, sure. To her sister, you know, I don't understand why father instructed me to be his tutor. I'm not sure what the Naran family does or has value for. 
And Silver, oh, if you could maybe ask him and tell me at some point, dear sister. I'll do my best, yes. I know he can be reticent, but yes. Thank you, thank you for... Excellent. Now run along, he's pulled it out again. Oh. Yeah, in, in the meantime, during that interaction, Silver pulled out his sword again to try to, like, take a piece of cheese, like, stab a piece of cheese with it, and then, like, put it into his mouth. Having having Jeez. been having had it made very clear that this was not supposed to be the accepted behavior, I feel like as he does this, Squirm is just going to very adroitly use the scabbard and just like slap him across the back of the hand. <laughs> stop that! You stop it, Baldy! I'm just having fun. It's not my fault. I'm in a good mood. Now that I have a place to stay, a room to sleep in, things are looking up for Sylvan Ran, and I'm looking forward to celebrating things looking up at the theater. And I'm going to put the sword up and the cheese fall, like shoots across the room. Um, yeah. <sighs> the children are just giggling at you, just loving this display. Squirm is going to turn to the whatever child is nearest to him. Yeah. Over under on him being thrown out before the end of the first act. <laughs> uh, three will get you two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. <laughs> and in utter, utter dishonor, she's going to walk out of the door. <laughs> All right. Excellent. So you, you head down the street. Uh, it, it is getting evening, and um, there are others on the street dressed nicely. Um, uh, coming up to the theater, um, the, the, the crowds are kind of bustling with commotion. Um, you do see a few younger children running around. They're selling flowers in the crisp night. Um, and several carriages pull up to the theater, and beautifully dressed nobles step out onto the path leading to the theater. A small uh, crowd has gathered um, to your left as you're heading there. Um, around a few people walking down the street, uh, cranking noisemakers and gears that whir and spin behind them. The true center of attention on the street is a golden figure, a person seemingly made of metal, wearing a red vestment and a bright red wide-brimmed hat. And this figure bows low to a young tiefling girl who puts a feather in his hat. And the golden clockwork figure winks at her, stands up straight, and then tumbles backwards with wondrous skill. And then you're losing them in the crowd. Um, Andy, as I'm, as Silver secures like the his sword in its proper hiding spot, um, uh -huh. he's also gonna. I'm just curious. He's gonna like investigate the the blue robe that he got and like check its pockets and stuff to see if there's anything in those pockets. Excellent. Yeah. Give me an investigation check. I wanted to fumble so bad. <laughs> um, That's five. Yeah. You find a, you find a secret note of some sort in one of the pockets uh, and you can barely make it out. The, the writing is fading on it and it says something like, Ivory Street Cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Silver will be very intrigued by that. Hmm, no, no, he's not intrigued. He he's not so <laughs> he much an idiot that, that he doesn't understand. 
<laughs> yeah, once he reads cleaners, he, he okay. Yeah, you get yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, so you make your way up to the theater. Uh, the Lightsinger Theater is, is well lit with alternating purple and yellow fires uh, ever burning in sconces on the wall. The dark red carpet leading into a large auditorium hosts many theater goers. Um, their dress is brilliantly white and gold with flashes of blues and purples and greens. Um, the ticket call is in the center, and after mentioning that Raynar Never Ember held tickets for you, you immediately notice a few people glance your way and start to whisper. Uh, it appears your seats are near the, the back of the main floor on the furthest right side aisle. Well, these uh, are bad seats, right? They're, they're not the most amazing seats, now. Yeah, Silver rolls his eyes. And as you're sort of kind of looking around and you're kind of getting lost in the crowd and even Amelia, you're starting to get sweaty a little bit from all these people around you. Um, a cleaned up Rainer uh, rushes up to you um, and he says, yes, thank you for coming. It's so good to see you again. Oh, we, we will indeed become fast friends. I believe this. Uh, this, by the way, is Marshall. And a thin man in green scaled vest uh, with a white shirt um, comes up behind him and grabs his arm. Ah, we are to be seated soon. Uh, and and Rainer um, kind of nods at him and says, "Yes, of course. If uh, I will speak to you after the show, all of you. Yes, stick around, please." Squirmel sort of nod. Indeed. Excellent. Excellent. Well, the show's about to begin. Silver has um, apparently snuck in a handful of uh, cheese. And <laughs> Give me a deception check, <laughs> Silver. I need to do a deception check for that? Yes, to hide your sword and your cheese, yes. Sleight of hand. <laughs> Is that sleight of hand or deception? I think it's deception because he's already hidden it. He's If you're trying to, like, Get just trying to out. bluff. <laughs> yeah, that'd be slight. Yeah. So a deception check. That's silly. Yes, I would love it. All right, with a ten deception, um, you do see like the one of the sort of ticket master people is kind of eyeing you, uh, and even as you find your seats and kind of sit down, and you have to adjust your sword so that you're not sitting on your sword. Um, he's he's just like eyeing you and looking at you and standing kind of in the back of the auditorium. Um, but now hold off point. until later on in the in the performance. All right. Jesus. Uh, is looking around, um, perhaps made a little paranoid by her uh, grandmother's uh, warning, and uh, she's Indeed. going to uh, attempt to just see if there's anyone else watching us uh not so much amelia because amelia is probably the most the best uh dressed as far as masks go tonight but um (laughs) (laughs) but uh just sort of seeing if if there's any other people eyeing us suspiciously um like there were outside the tavern is that perception yes please all right cool Um, uh, 16 Interesting with a 16. Lissandra, you um you do see kind of a familiar figure actually 
over the last day or so. It's a it's a dwarf with a very fine pipe. Uh, and he's just kind of standing right outside the entrance to the theater now. Um, and as you sort of like lock eyes, he very, very quickly and, and very um, with great purpose and with great uh, attunement to a certain extent, he uh, turns around very quickly like he wasn't watching anyone at all and begins to walk down the stairs. Uh, Lysandra will make a mental note uh, that uh, this figure is um, interested in us. Excellent. Well, it's not too long before you all take your seats. The curtain rises. um, And it's a somewhat dull play about a love interest that could never be Um, Silver, you have to kind of nod your head a few times because there's no parades and there's certainly no (laughs) sword fighting. It's a little dull, though you do enjoy uh, being, uh, you know, in culture to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, intermission actually comes fairly quickly uh, for you. What would you like to do? Is it over? Mm, We're halfway there. (laughs) Oh. I've never done this. If we're lucky, the characters won't have learned anything. That's that's where the play seems to be going. Oh. I love when the characters don't learn anything. That's my favorite type of play. You're a delight to have as, you know, a student when you say things like that, you know. <laughs> um, Squirm is probably going to go to Private Box C to speak with Mert. Okay. Uh, anyone else? Yeah, Amelia will go with him. Okay. And uh, you, uh, did you tell Lysandra about uh, at least like somebody had invited you to speak? Um, or is this like kind of unexpected that year? Uh, if the, and I, and I reread the notes uh, after I'd realized that this was meant to be an invitation for everyone. Squirm probably would have been fine with saying that there, there had been a suggestion that uh, some yeah. or all of us might talk to someone and that Squirm was interested in going. Uh, and you also believe that this is kind of an invitation into a Harper specific meeting. Um, so anyone who would like to get some renown with the Harpers may go to this meeting. Hmm. Would it be seen as a declaration of allegiance? Uh, that you're not sure of. Yeah. Okay. Well, Lysandra will go along in an advisory capacity if Squirm and Amelia allow her to. I don't think Squirm would have any problem with it. Yeah, no. Silver is staying in his seat or trying to find the best spot during intermission to uh, eat his cheese without it being seen. Uh, Lysandra is going to pause briefly uh, as Squirm and Amelia are uh, going away and say uh, she'll turn back to Silver. Now, Silver, please don't pull your sword out during intermission. Can you promise me you won't pull the sword out? I promise I won't pull my sword out. Huh? <laughs> no, I won't pull that out or my penis. Everything's fine. 
You're like, how old are you? <laughs> are you? Wait, is Lysandra asking that? Yeah, no, no. TJ's asking, asking. <laughs> yeah. TJ's asking Adam. No, no. Like, I want to know, like, how old does Silver look? Because, like, on a certain level, that's just creepy. What you just said. Oh yeah, it is for a forty-year-old. Wait, isn't he an adult? Silver is like, twenty-six I'm... years old. He probably, okay. he probably looks younger than that. Oh, um, oh goodness. Yeah. Uh, Lysandra is just going to give him a look and say, "I, uh, 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 and she'll turn around. <laughs> Do people pull their? swords and penises out a lot at the theater. Not at the same time, generally. <laughs> That's probably good. And it depends on the type of theater. Schwarm's gonna nod. That ah, sounds like a recipe for disaster. And in this, you've uh, made your way to Private Box C. Uh, is there a door to it or a curtain or anything? Uh, yes, there is a curtain with uh, um, someone standing outside of it. Um, a rather Formal, sort of tall-looking elf. Uh, sort of walk up and not quite, not quite nod, not quite bow, but you know something in between the two. Um, like, uh, we were told to inquire for Mert. Yes, inside, Master Squirm, and he pulls the curtain aside. Very under his breath, so probably not audible to anyone. Squirm's gonna fucking creepy Harpers. <laughs> Walks in. All right, yeah. Um, sitting uh, in the furthest seat uh, in this box seat um, is a uh, an older gentleman with kind of a a large blonde handlebar mustache. Um, he's wearing. Uh, very fine green attire um, the with r- sort of red highlights and a golden cape um, that is slung across the seat next to him. Um, you automatically see that he has a dagger at his side as well, um, which either he snuck in or no one seemed to bother him about. Uh, and you believe that this is Mert, the Merciless, and the Old Wolf as you've heard him called before. Um, sorry, I'm just, I'm taking notes at the same time. The old wolf. Yes. Yeah, Merce the Myrtilus. Mert. <laughs> and you're downstairs. <laughs> trying to, trying to cram some cheese onto your sword. Or sword. Wow. Oh, gross. Oh. Yep. I'm not using my sword for the cheese, Andy. Don't listen to him. Your penis, then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, you see that um, you see that Mert is sort of eating as well during this intermission, uh, and he seems to have his eyes kind of locked down on um, Silver on the floor. <laughs> and he's kind of curiously watching him try to furtively eat cheese <laughs> out of his cloak. Squirm's going to sort of cast a glance down. I kind of imagine that Silver is doing this in the way where people try to be 
inconspicuous that makes them more conspicuous. Yeah. Like he's in a yeah, seat, yeah. like hunched over and like sort of like grabbing cheese, like directly from like under his cloak, where it's like no person at the theater would ever move like this. Squirm is going to go, eh, that's going worse than Squirm thought it would. Uh, <laughs> Mert, I take it. We received a letter. Yes, one of the Dreys working in the city uh, is pulled by uh, Maxine. Locate her, locate Maxine, find out what she's learned of the identity of any Zent operatives, and if so, determine their whereabouts. Now, thank you very much. Wait, why? What? What, what do you need repeated? All of it. Slowly. Maxine. Maxine? Yes, locate her, find out what she's learned about the identity of any Zent operatives, and if so, determine their whereabouts. Oh, cloaks are always so troublesome. Thank you. Thank you all. I'm sorry, but why? That is not for you to know. No, you don't understand my question. Why would we do this? We received a letter, but there's been no carrot. Only letter. (laughs) (laughs) The carrot is the letter. It is, uh... I don't understand. This is, this is how you gain renown with the Harpers. A very, very powerful, very interesting organization that you definitely would like to be friends with. That's not a good enough carrot. Well, not for you, perhaps. Anyway, see that it is done or don't. I really don't care. All right. And Amelia's just going to turn around and leave. Lysandra uh, will sort of uh, uh, bow her head and sort of smile and say, oh, always a pleasure to do with the, uh, the more terse. And she'll turn around and leave. Squirm's just going to sort of blink at him. Speaking of carrots, Squirm doesn't suppose that if this particular task was completed, there might be information in it. Being friends with the Harpers opens up a world of information, little one. Mm. So Squirm has noticed. Yes, you still have the paper bird, do you not? Squirm will produce it. Yes, well, when you are done, simply write on the back of it, fold it back into a paper bird, and set it free. It will return to us. Squirm understands. Now the second part is beginning, and I (laughs) really want to see what's going to happen between these lovers. Squirm's going to sort of shrug. Eh. I think figuring out how much cheese Sparkles managed to sneak in in the intermission is more interesting. I believe an entire wheel by the looks of it. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Gonna have to take that into account for the budgeting. (laughs) While they were all gone, um, Silver would have been looking around, making sure that nobody was spotting him, but at the same time, he would be looking to see if he, like... Does he see anything or anyone 
um, notable. Wiley's looking around. Um, give me a perception check. Nope. Three. <laughs> With yeah. a three With a perception. Three. You nope. don't even you sort of you sort of start uh when when a figure appears right next to you. Um and it's Amelia and and <laughs> and Lissandra and it scared you, they snuck up on you. Ha! Huh. Oh, it's just you. Would you like some cheese? I'll offer them. Cheese sounds good. Lysandra is going to say, Amelia, uh, perhaps not now for cheese. And then she'll look at Silver and look at the cheese and say, Silver, this is not even our cheese. Where did you get this? (laughs) Amelia is going to take a piece of the cheese and start eating it. I've given Amelia a piece of cheese. Lysandra. (laughs) Amelia, I'm not sure sure what you're eating. That wasn't cheese. I'm going to yes and this. Um, Yeah, where did Silver get this cheese? It's older cheese. Um, He had it from before. before. (laughs) It's okay, Lysandra. It's cheese. He found some at the manor. It's actually quite good cheese. It's good cheese. Potent. I've eaten much worse. Uh, are we attracting attention? <laughs> a, a bit. Uh, yeah, but it's now. It's it's the theater filled with rich people. They don't really care too much what you do. Oh well. Um, Everyone here is a bit eccentric. Uh, Lissandra is going to say, "All right. Uh, well, just eat it quietly." I do everything quietly. Hey, by the way. Yes. What? That's Adam's like, what? What? Is that cheese? Yeah, Squirm just like appeared behind Sparkles. Ah. (laughs) Now everyone wants cheese. Um, Yeah, Silver will offer you a piece of cheese. Lissandra, you sort of look up in box C and you just see a big sort of mustache shaking its head back and forth. (laughs) Lissandra is going to resist the urge to give a jaunty wave because this is all fine. It's all fine. (laughs) (laughs) Squirm will sort of put up in. Squirm's good. Thank you, though, Sparkles. Hey, hey, how was your secret meeting? Was it fun? No, it was stupid. He was stupid and it was a waste of our time. Oh, sorry to hear that. The lights go down again. Oh, it's starting, it's starting. I hope there's a parade oh. in the second half. Mm. Is that... Are there usually? No. Oh. <laughs> the second half of the play has no parade, though they talk about a sword fight that happened off stage. Um, and one of the main characters changed his life uh, is now going to run an orphanage. And the lights come back Ugh. up. Everyone claps and a cheer, cheers and applauds. There's a standing ovation for the lackluster performance given before you. But <laughs> at this, the play has concluded. Incidentally, at some point, as the lights come back up, Lissandra is going to look down and Squirm is just taking a long pull from a bottle of alcohol. <laughs> uh, at this point, Lissandra is... Uh, very much resisting the urge to ask him for a swig as well. Uh, <laughs> if, if Squirm notices that, he's just going to sort of wiggle the bottle at her. Uh, 
no nah. thank you I, it's it ruins my digestion and I can't drink on the job and she'll look sadly at silver <laughs> you're going to be sleeping in the same building as sparkles shakes the bottle again at you uh, she'll, she's going to just sort of <laughs> sigh and just look really really sad <laughs> Andy, was there anything like anything powerful or poignant or resonant about the the play and about the the was it the main character who ended up changing and starting an orphanage at the end? Yeah, Yeah. give me a perception check. (laughs) Perception? Give me a culture check. Yeah, to see how (laughs) perceptive you are. Hmm. Hmm. That's an 18. 18. Silver, there was something in there that felt resonant to you. The fool had brought in some cheese as well on stage and reminded you of yourself a bit. (laughs) Interesting. Silver will look deep in thought as as the lights come up, if there are lights, and there will be just like one like little sliver of cheese still just kind of like dangling out of his half open mouth and his brows are furrowed and he's just trying to understand this play and the main character and the care and the fool that brought in the cheese and the whole orphanage thing he's very intrigued by all of it but silent (laughs) indeed uh uh a a couple a couple, a noble couple, passes down the the hall, and sees um, and sees Nixa wrapped around your your neck as kind of a scarf, um, and actually gives you like a kind of a knowing nod. Uh, Lissandra will give a very um, uh, sort of uh, respectful nod back, um, just uh, knowing full well that if. Um, they know the Jade Grin estate. They know that that is her sigil, but uh, you have no idea why the nod occurred. Yes, she'll assume that it's because family members have um, taught. Although she's not actually that naive, she's going. She's having a hard night. Indeed. And at this, Rainer comes rushing up, holding the hand of Marshall behind him. Oh, did you like it? Did you like the play? How do you? How, what do you think of it? It was certainly a play. Wasn't it? (laughs) It certainly was no elves on parade, but I did find it quite interesting. I liked the part where the fool brought in cheese for the main character. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but that fool bringing in that cheese ended up being a pivotal moment in the main character's transformation. Don't you think, Lissandra? Uh, she's going to look up and immediately be distracted by the small fleck of cheese hanging out of the side of the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to just sigh and take a handkerchief and sort of... Uh, Silva, hold on. And... <laughs> yes, and she's going to wipe your face. Mm. Well, thank you. And he'll turn to Rainer. Don't yeah. you think... Uh, possibly. I hadn't thought of it, Eggland. Oh, that's interesting. What do you think, Marshall? Marshall just rolls his eyes. 
Uh, Lysandra will look at Marshall. Yes, it was difficult to hear any plot over the dull animal bleat of cacophonous love platitudes, don't you think? He rolls his eyes again. <laughs> Charming. Yes, well, um, how are all of you? Yes, how, uh, I, I hear that, uh, you actually got the estate from, from Volo. That's excellent. I will be by post haste for a drink. It has a ghost. Oh, that's fascinating. It is fascinating. Yes, interesting. It will still be a bit before we can serve drinks. Oh, is the place not up and running? Needs a bit of work, does it? Yes. Huh. Startup costs are mildly prohibitive. Oh, certainly, certainly. Uh, but you are going to fix it up, aren't you? Oh, I would so hate it if you didn't. Largely a matter of if we can find the coin. Oh, how much do you need? How much do we need? Kind of assessing everything. Um, you need roughly 1260 gold pieces to uh, get things started up and then yeah uh, and then the maintenance costs for 10 day stuff we need 1260 oh that's that's not so much now is it for a, for a whole tavern no I guess a rich person like you could help with it Oh, I suppose. What's in it for me? You'll get to drink there. For free? Um, sure. I was going to say, Squirm, Squirm's going to, at this, sort of, like, hold up a hand. Well, not everything. However, we would welcome you to sample for free some of our select varieties. Oh, I am intrigued. We can also put a nice little plaque with your name on it on one of the nice booths. Oh, you've drawn the mare to the cart. Now hitch her up. The mare? Like the person in charge of the city? <laughs> no, no, mare as in <laughs> Not animal. A mayor. Uh, it's, a, it's a euphemism. Uh, you don't hitch mares mayor. up to carts generally, unless they've done a very bad uh, job. Well, mare, pull the drays. Yes. What? Yes. Uh, nah, never mind. Put a cherry on top. <laughs> you, you've baked the cake, you've iced it, now put a cherry on top. He wants one more thing, Amelia, before he pays for our tavern. Uh, we'll dispatch a messenger if there's a confirmed ghost sighting? Mm, if I'm to be a partner in this, I get 25% of the profits. Ten percent. Ten percent, Amelia. Oh, you like a dagger in my heart, Amelia. Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> squirm, squirm would suggest not using that kind of language. <laughs> she can be literal. I rolled an eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, Amelia. Oh, it hurts, but it hurts so good. You know what I'm saying? You're saying you want me to stab you? <laughs> No, Squirm was no. warning you. I feel, I, I feel, I feel this might be good. I, 
I, I do kind of want to get into the to the to the tavern business. Uh, will you call a drink after me? Sure. Oh, that's what I needed, Amelia. Thank you. Oh, glorious words. Yes, yes, yes. How exciting um, this is, Reyna. No, we're so happy to have you as a partner in business. I, sh- oh. you know. I asked Randall if he would be an investor, and he said he wouldn't because the house is haunted, which I think is ridiculous. Besides, I gave that ghost a stern talking to in my room earlier. Well, not in my room, in the tower. And I told it to leave us alone. Oh, well, good. So I think we're going to be fine. Hmm? Silver, why would you do that? Oh, because the ghost was a nuisance, and I decided to use my authority as a member of the House Naran to give it a firm talking to. Silver, if the ghost leaves, you're going to find out what it's like to be a research subject in its place. Oh, do I have to give you some IRB approval for that? At the squirmal side. Congratulations, <laughs> sir or madam, on your selection as a participant in this totally ethical medical study. Don't you just love evenings of high culture, Reyna? Hmm. Silver's gonna lean into Rainer. Is that more? Just gonna, like, initiate a conspiratorial whisper with Rainer. Oh. And he's going to whisper into Rainer's ear. Yes, what is he gonna whisper? Do you want some cheese? I snuck some in. <laughs> Why, yes, I would love some. Here, I'll put it in my right hand and sort of have okay. it sort of come up like at my side. Yes. And sort of have my okay. palm scooped upward a little bit. So if you lower your I'm with you right so hand into my uh-huh. You should find the cheese right there. Right. Oh, yeah, we're, we're all staring. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm actually more wondering at this point, or rather, Squirm is wondering: do, Does Sparkles have like a coin purse on him or anything? Like at his belt? Probably. Um, if the DM says probably, then probably. Oh yeah, I don't think you'd leave the house without a bit of coin. So. As Sparkles is just completely enraptured with this entire elaborate dance of the cheese, um, Squirm's just going to kind of and see if he can lift uh, his coin. Lift the coin first. Uh, Give me a perception check, Silver. Uh, 15 sleight of hand, 15 perception. You are a little concerned about the cheese going away. Um, that that you do feel something kind of at your side, and you kind of look. So, Squirm, you're not quite able to get it off completely from him. It's fine Squirm, without him noticing. Squirm is going to sort of be like, "You're you're dropping the cheese." No. Oh. Yes. Well, don't worry, all. Uh, thank you for the cheese. I will send the gold and the paperwork. Uh, by tomorrow. Is that, is that okay with everyone? Sounds great. Most agreeable. Excellent. Oh, excellent. We are going to be fast friends. I knew it. I knew it. Now, if you excuse me, I need to chase a dwarf out of a theater. And he runs uh, back the other way. <laughs> and Marshall is standing there going, oh, all of my dates chase dwarves out of theaters. 
<laughs> Is this a normal part of visiting the theater? Sadly, yes. Should we be doing it? I'm bored with you. <laughs> Marshall turns around and leaves. My god. I didn't think I'd ever meet anybody with less personality than Mr. Mustache. Squirm is just blinking. Squirm doesn't like this place anymore. Let's go home, Rive. Sounds good. Hopefully the ghost is still there. So as um, we're walking out, Lysandra, would it be possible for Lysandra to do a um, insight check on the entire interaction um, with Rainer to see he's kind of, I know that like rich people enjoy businesses, but like he sounds like a kind of a devil may care person. So I just want to try and decipher like what his intentions are here. Sure. Give me an insight check. 13. 13. Uh, so with 13, you, yes, definitely get the sense that he's kind of a spoiled rich kid who doesn't know what to do with his money, basically. And investing in a friend's um, business sounds like a fun adventure for him. Um, yeah. And uh, what does Lysandra know about his father in particular? If anything. Um, Dagold, Never Ember, yeah. Uh, give me a history check. All right. 23. Ooh, 23. Yeah, you you are very familiar. He he was the last open lord of Waterdeep, Dagold. Uh, and it appears like he was trying to find out and assassinate a couple of the masked lords of Waterdeep. Um, and because of that uh, scandal, uh, it's, he, he, was, he was removed from power uh, and kicked out of office, um, and he had to flee to um, Neverwinter. Uh, but his son basically was fairly young at the time and didn't have anything to do with it. It was found out. So... Basically, he's been living in Waterdeep um, fairly carefree without his father's control, it would seem. Um, After Daigle was ousted from power as well, you do know that there was a large amount of money missing from the Waterdeep uh, stores. It seems like he's been um, pilfering off the top for years. Um and that money has disappeared with Diggalt. I see. And um, is there, like, is um, the entire family sort of reviled in um, Waterdeep, or is it just uh, the father figure, or both? It's just the father who's reviled, um, and Never Ember is basically just seen as kind of a playboy nuisance in the town. Um, so he, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, as soon as um, uh, 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 Rainer is like done or out the door chasing the dwarf, uh, Lysandra will sort yeah. of um, generally say these things to the group, um, just kind of uh, in an you know offhand way um, as we're walking back, uh, so that they know as well. All right. Yeah. I'm tired. I want to go home and sleep. Excellent. So you 
yeah, you leave the theater, head home. Um, you've not been able to really furnish too much of the of the manor in Trollskull Alley. Um, but there are some things that Randall has brought already and Finnegan has kind of set up for you. Um, so, yeah, so you do have some uh, a li- like a bed or at least a cot for you, Amelia. Um in Trollskull Alley. And so you are, uh, yeah, you're able to kind of rest for the night. Amelia wants to sit in her ghosty room and try to have a chat with the ghost before the night. Oh, over. excellent. All right. What would you like to chat about? Ghost. I don't know if you're listening. I don't know how ghosts work. That's kind of the point of this, but I want to tell you a story about death. I saw a lot of death and murder and torture, and I only had one family to help me. And then he got me new family, but then he died. He was, he was the original family, and I didn't understand that my family could die. And so I've been trying to make sure the rest of the family can't die. You're not dead, ghost. You beat death, and I need to study you I need to study you so my family can stay alive. Can you please let me study you, ghost? Um, Do I get any response? At at this, uh, you feel kind of a slight indentation on the cot next to you in the topmost room of the tower. And oddly enough, a a slight like hand on the shoulder just a bit and then that's gone okay so I'll go to sleep that's at least making progress with the ghost alright this has been Waterdeep Dragon Heist on Helpful Goat Presents a games and gaming podcast if you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main podcast feed, Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. You can also learn more about our shared gaming projects at our website, helpfulgoat.com. Follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook at Helpful Goat, and find us on YouTube by searching Helpful Goat Gaming. And if you like what you hear, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.